happy Thursday. I hope we are all feeling inspired, fabulous, glamorous, happy. And today I want to chat with you all about time management. So as you know, the theme for this month on the show is balance. Is balance real? How do we implement it? And last week we talked about how you need to really have a clear vision for the season of your life so you can feel a little clearer when it comes to actually prioritizing and making time for the things that matter. And so we'll talk more about prioritization next week, but I want to talk about time management today because it's something that a lot of people like cannot even fathom that I do. And I get so many questions about time management. So we're going to walk through how I manage my time and a few different like anchors for me when it comes to time management. But first, we have to start with our smart and superficial tips of the week. So It is fall. Like it's fully fall right now. Like very much fall vibes. And in the fall, I like to cook a lot more than usual. And so I have this book, Cooking with Five Ingredients from Trader Joe's. It was written by Tracy Corson, who's the founder of the Tracy Joe's blog. And Tracy um, and I are like Instagram friends. And this book, I think we all know, I I just got to say really quick to everybody, inflation, inflation, out of control. Like I'm in New York right now and even in LA, like in LA, like things are just cheaper. It's just a cheaper place than New York. I think a lot of people are always surprised to figure that out, but it is cheaper than New York. I always know how expensive things are based on how much my black coffee is costing. So my black coffee in LA is like $3.20. Stupid. But my black coffee in New York right now is $3.97. You've got to be kidding. So ordering out groceries, etc., everything is way more expensive right now. And I am feeling it. Like I am feeling it, which is why I am trying really hard to cook at home. In addition to just like it's healthier. But this book, Cooking with Five Ingredients, they're each, there's a ton of different recipes in here. And they're all five ingredients from Trader Joe's. And so I think you should definitely pick this up. It's a smart way to just get excited about cooking. Trader Joe's is probably one of the best, like, I feel like their prices stay the same across different states. Like when I'm in St. Louis and when I'm in New York, it's not too much of a difference. Trader Joe's, it it just is the best. So definitely 1000% pick this up, especially for the fall. It's like also really good recipes. So I'm excited to do some this week too. My superficial tip of the week is my new mini Ugg slippers. So I got the platform Uggs. They are... I really don't know the exact style, but I will link them down below. They're so cute and so comfy. I've always been an Ugg girl. Like, I think the girls were saying last year, OMG, Uggs are back, Uggs are back. They never left. I don't know about y'all, but I'm from the Midwest. That's all we wear in the winter, period. Uggs are that girl and their new styles are so cute so I got the like real slipper version and they have like a little print around they're black and I also have my mini Ugg boots like that just go to the ankle and I have those and but I brought them to LA like a dumbass so they're in my LA apartment so I had to buy so I had to buy these ones because it's actually cold here like I don't know what I was thinking but they do say it gets to like 60 something in LA so I hope I actually get to like wear my Uggs because like I'm excited to go back to LA like do not get me wrong I am thrilled to be able to go back in November because I'm sure I'll be tired of New York by then but I will say I do love a fall vibe but they say that LA like they try to do winter as much as they can so who knows 
Anyway, today we're chatting time management and I am a time management whiz. I got to be honest with y'all. Like I think I learned time management in high school because I was, I went to a really like toxic elite boarding school. We won't get into it, but we had two things that were really like, that really like made you do time management, which is the first is we had 35 minute classes. And the reason that we had this is that it was very like individual learning. So you would have 35 minute classes, but you were expected to have one to two hours of homework for each class each day. So our classes would end at like 1 10 PM. And then we would do like our little activities and then we would have to do homework. And so for me, I had to basically manage that entire afternoon with five different with four to five different classes of homework at once and like get it all done you know and so they they really did like prepare us well for college for stuff like that but I've also been someone who as much as I'm like okay in the classroom like I loved extracurriculars and had so many different extracurriculars going on I loved leadership And so since I always had conflicting things going on, I developed like time management skills from an early age. And so there's a few like things that are really grounding my time management as a person who has lots of different interests. I'm going to go through like the different frameworks that ground this, and then I'll talk to you about how I actually implement them into a weekly calendar. So the first most important thing in time management is time blocking. So I don't think that anyone should be running their life without time blocking. So time blocking is essentially where you assign a certain type of task, a block of time on your calendar, and that's when you're doing everything that's in that mindset. So for example, at work, um, I have to basically create decks and presentations like every so often, right? And so when I'm doing that, it requires a lot of research. It requires reviewing. It requires editing. It requires copywriting. It requires, you know, actually developing the design. And each of those, like there's probably like five different types of work that go into it. And so if I'm developing one to two to three decks at once, for example, I would want to do all of the design part of that at once, all of the editing of each of those at once. And I would never try to do like an entire block of a project in three hours. I would rather do all the copywriting for everything I need to do in one day because your mind is accustomed to doing that task in that moment. Okay. So it's like much better and much easier for you if you are focusing on one type of task at once and blocking out time for that. So right now, Today, I'm doing a bunch of creative work. I'm doing a bunch of podcast recordings today, and I'm not gonna do all the editing or whatever for the podcast stuff. Like, I'm gonna focus on one thing at once, and that way it's easier for my brain to like actually achieve more and produce better quality of work. So, time blocking is one. And something similar to that is deep work. And so, I don't know if you all have read the book Deep Work by Cal Newport. I don't know if it's necessary to read because it basically just gets into like how to do deep work. And I'll just tell you how to do it right now. Our human brains can't really do more than four hours, more than two to four hours of focused work per day. And by focused work, I mean like when you're like deep in like writing an article or writing a book or like something like that. 
the rest. Uh, and, and so if you want to get into that flow state, into that zone where you're just like going hard at something, you need to create an environment for yourself to do that. And um, for me, I assign like two hours of deep work at the beginning of my day at the office. So like from 9.30 to 11.30 on my calendar is a block of deep work. And to get started with that, you've got to prime your mind a little bit. So I usually prime by listening to like an industry-related podcast. I sit down with my coffee, my water, and my blue light glasses. I sit down and I that's how I get into my deep work. And then for those two hours, I know exactly what I need to do. I do it and then you sort of taper off. And after that, you will like have lunch or something or like reset and then you can go into meetings, whatever, whatever. So that's an important like thing for me is that deep work because I'm doing so much in those two hours that like if I had to be interrupted with meetings and stuff, I would not be able to do. The next is habit stacking. So I recently, um, and I'm sort of in the middle of rereading Atomic Habits and habit stacking is when you want to implement a new habit or you want to just accomplish certain things at once and you add it into a stack of habits you do. So for me, for example, if I wanted to implement something new into my morning routine, I would, I, I typically wake up clean the apartment, play my little meditation, get ready, go on a walk to get a coffee. And if I wanted to implement something like, I don't know, a new skincare thing, like ice rolling my face, I would add that into that routine and just assign and attach it to another habit I'm doing. So after I brush my teeth, I actually ice roll before I do my skincare routine or before I brush my teeth, you know? At the beginning of implementing that, I would use tactics like my smart home reminders or my phone reminders to do that. Blah, blah, blah. So next And finally, most important probably is flexibility. And so I was always the type of person who wanted to have such a tight routine all the time, but I didn't realize how I can be really intuitive at sometimes. And sometimes like on a random day in the middle of the week, I'll get such a great idea for a new podcast series and just want to like spend four hours deep diving into it. And I wouldn't have space for that in my routine because there was no flexibility if I wanted to do a super rigid routine. And so what I found is building flexibility into your routine is the best way to set yourself up for success. So On a Wednesday, like this week, for example, I'm looking at my calendar and I don't have a ton to do this Wednesday at work. I'm doing like a sprint on a bunch of deep work I need to do and I have one meeting and then it's the end of the day. I've put like a few hours in there where it's like whatever doesn't get done, whatever emails, like something random comes in. I'll be able to do it in that buffer block. So assigning a buffer block to yourself, especially at days where you get really overwhelmed. Like I remember in last week's episode, I told you guys how I assigned, uh, I would have like a breakdown every Tuesday or Wednesday. So one thing I did to start like remedying that is that I started like having no meetings on one or two of those days or minimizing the meetings so that if I was feeling like really overwhelmed and scared and sad that day, I wouldn't have to show up because I used to have a bunch of coffee chats. And I think a part of my overwhelm came from coffee chats. Like I just feel like a lot of people want to talk to me and I always feel overwhelmed because I don't want to be like a bad person by not being able to talk to them. But like, I just don't have bandwidth to have three hours of coffee chats in a day because then I'm not getting other things done. And it just would really, really stress me out. And so I recognize that and I adjusted and it helps with my overwhelm a lot. 
Each of these things are going to be crucial to what we share with you next. So to get started with time management, you have to set boundaries. And to create boundaries, you have to look at how you perform best in different scenarios, etc. So what do you need to feel relaxed and recharged? What do you need to actually sit down and be productive? So for example, to be relaxed and recharged, I personally need one day a week where I'm not doing anything. I need to have my morning and my evening routines, like period. I need movement because if I don't move, like I get stagnant energy and I get really anxious. And to be productive, when I ask myself, okay, what do I actually need to be productive? I need a well-lit space. I need a big monitor, my glasses. I need a good cup of coffee my headphones and listen to a certain like album like for me when I sit down and listen to like an album all the way through that I know all the words to like it helps distract my brain so I can sit and like actually work and so those are the things that I need and those are anchors for my routines like once you have a good idea of like okay these are the conditions under which I work best or these are the conditions under which I create best you can start to build those sort of like time blocks into your calendar so On days where I'm going to be doing creative work, I know I need to do a walk beforehand, I need to listen to a podcast, and then I need to come home and immediately get into whatever work I'm, whatever creative work I'm doing. So once we know these things about ourselves, we have anchors for our routines, and then it's time to actually put that into a calendar. So as you all know, my weekly routine is I sit down on a Sunday or a Friday or a Monday and I write out every single thing I need to do that week in Google Tasks. And I do it in my personal calendar as well. So in my personal calendar this week, let's just go to it because we're doing it today. I have schedule a cleaner to come clean the apartment. Every single day I have posts on TikTok or posts are real. I have preparations for meetings that I need to do and um, finding analytics for brand deals I did, a concept for a brand deal I'm about to do, schedule gynecologist. I write everything out in these tasks and then I assign them to certain days slash times in my calendar. And already in my calendar are these blocks for the type of work that I need to do. So for example, every morning from 7 to 9 a.m. is when I work on content. And so this Monday, I actually have an MRI from 7 to 9 a.m., which means that if I want to do content, oh, I'm either not going to be able to do it or I'm going to have to shift it to the other, to 5 to 7 p.m. And then on Tuesday, I know I have all these things that I need to do to prepare, prepare, prepare for certain things. So I'm going to assign them to 7.30 a.m., 8 a.m. in that content bucket. Then I have getting ready and commuting to the office. And then when I get to the office, I do the same thing for my work calendar. So it's like responding to emails, sending people this new deck, answering people, sending all these emails, whatever. That's all in the tasks so I can check them off. And so I do this physically, typically, but if you check out my recent YouTube vlog, I do hour-long vlogs every week. They're great to just put on in the background. If you guys want to watch, please do support. I love YouTube so much. And I showed you guys how on days where I'm really, really overwhelmed, I sometimes write it out physically, and then I do prioritization. So I'm like, priority zero, like has to get done today. Then I write how much time I think it's going to take me. And I do that for everything I prioritize, write out how long it's going to take. And that always just makes me feel better and gets me back into the mood of whatever needs to get done. So now I'm going to share with you a few little time management tips that you can like apply to your life. Like after the, like this framework is what works for me. Once again, I think you guys have 
know this about me, but anything I'm telling you in this podcast is just inspiration. Like you do not have to copy everything I do in order to be successful. Like everything I do is very individual to me and it's often stuff that I've picked up from others and like assigned in different ways to myself. So definitely not necessary to live your life like this. This is just how I do things. So tips for better time management. First off, and these are all in today's Notion template. So I did a Notion template for you guys last week too, but this week I did a time management one that's sort of a way to like, let's audit our time, let's look at our responsibilities, let's look at our goals, um, and let's see what's working and what's not working and how I'm going to like manage my time going forward. So here's a few tips that I included in there that you can check off if you want to do them too. So the first is conducting a work calendar audit. I told you guys about this um, earlier how I had too many coffee chats of people just wanting to like talk to me that weren't really producing anything and weren't really like helpful to me, to the company, to anybody. And so I removed those and, you know, the meetings they don't need to be in. And I just like shortened it to where I have one to two coffee chats a week and that's it. We can't be doing four or five anymore. Next is figure out how long it actually takes you to complete projects and then set the time blocks in your calendar to accomplish them. So for me, um, a good example of this is since my podcast episodes are usually around like 20 minutes, the solo episodes, I was like, okay, it's only going to take me 40 minutes to record today's solo episodes. Not really because sometimes like new things jump in or we have technical difficulties or I need another coffee or I have to go to the bathroom. Like, no, we're going to actually schedule an hour and a half to do this because otherwise it's just not going to work. Like look at how much it actually takes you. And that's similar to the time audit that we had in last week's Notion download. So go download that for sure. Do a time audit and then you can create the time blocks in your calendar and assign tasks to them. Third is put a limit on your social media scrolling. Put a limit on your little do not disturb situation. Like those need to be on all the time and hide the social media like, like, or whatever it is. Like maybe for you, it's not social media that starts to really take, like maybe social media isn't the thing that takes a lot out of your day. Like maybe it's something different. Maybe you're a candy crush fan. I don't know. I don't know what the girls do these days, but Take that off of your home screen and replace it with the Kindle app or Pinterest or other apps that make you feel good and make you like want to enjoy yourself and spend more time on them without making you feel bad about yourself. But most importantly, having a time limit for your screen time is just really going to make you feel so much better. And then if there are things that you need to do or enjoy doing, like sometimes scrolling through TikTok is just like a fun thing I want to do. I will like only do that when it's like relax and recharge time, which is like the evening, which is like that that's where the time block is. Like after 5 p.m., it's like just time for me typically. So I'm not going to scroll through TikTok at 11 a.m. when I'm supposed to be working because that will take me out of the zone of what I'm doing earlier. The next one is set reminders on either your phone or your smart home device every evening that asks, how can I show up for the tomorrow, the future me? I think I I talked about this in my episode with Balance Less, but basically every moment that you decide to do something, you are making a decision for your future self. And are you making a decision that's going to help your future self or a decision that's going to make your future self's life harder? So how can you be kinder to your future self while also being kind to your current self? Because sometimes it's like, 
my future self would be really happy if I went to this little dinner, but my current self is feeling so drained that she doesn't know what she can handle anymore. And so you have to be really discerning in that moment. Like you are creating space for your future self in one way or the other. And it's either you drain yourself a little bit more for the sake of social interaction, or you create a little more space for relaxation for your future self for the sake of your mental health. And so finally, After you look at your calendar, set some boundaries for how often socializing is going to happen in a week for you without feeling burnt out. So I know I can't do more than one or two weeknight events per week. I had three last week and and this weekend I could not see anybody because it was just too much. Like three nights out in a row were too much for me. So this week I had to be a little more discerning and scale back to one. And so think about that and then just having that framework is so much is so calming for you, I promise. And there's a few more tips in there too, so definitely download the template if you want to get some more. But that is my episode on time management. I feel like I probably forgot lots of things, but this is really like how I approach my week, how I approach my life. And I love being efficient. I am productive so I can be lazy, y'all. I am not productive so that I can like just constantly keep going. Like I'm productive with my time because by 5 p.m., there's no intelligence coming out of me. It's only blobbing, period. There's nothing to be done, honestly. So with all that being said, I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys are enjoying the notion. Let me know if you are, because if you are, then I'll create more for the rest of this series. And if you're like, I really don't care, just tell it to me verbally, then I will keep doing that. So thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you soon. And don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself. Thank you so much for listening to Too Smart for This. I am so grateful that you took the time out of your day to take a listen to these conversations. If you're looking for more content, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Two Collective. And don't forget to follow me, your host, Alexis Barber, on the Gram TikTok as well. Don't forget, you can also watch our solo episodes on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Alexis Barber. And we do a weekly giveaway of PR products or Amazon gift cards to girls who leave great reviews down below. So please make sure to leave your reviews and follow us on Instagram to be notified in case you win. And with that, do not forget that you are too smart to not love yourself and see you in the next episode.